Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1061, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and BloombergRadio.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. Well, when a restaurant's hot, there's nothing hotter whether it comes to a restaurant or the stock of a restaurant. We're going to take a look at some of the restaurants that are hot and maybe some that are not so hot, as well as looking at uh, the food delivery business. But first, it's the very latest in business news headlines from Charlie Pellet. And I thank you very much, Corey Johnson. We have got the Dow, the S&P, and NASDAQ. They're all pushing higher. And this update is brought to you by Commonwealth Financial Network, the broker-dealer RIA that's been putting relationships first since 1979. Find out why the industry's most satisfied advisors are head over heels about them. Visit Commonwealth.com. S&P 500 index up 25 points to 24.67, a gain there of 1%. Global stocks are gaining. Volatility is easing as the prospect of war between the U.S. and North Korea appears to cool. Havens such as gold, treasuries in the yen fell. Oil is retreating as well. Crude oil down 2.5%. West Texas Intermediate now at 47.58 a barrel. Gold down 6.80 the ounce to 12.83, down 5 tenths of 1%. The tenure down 9 30 seconds with a yield of 2.22%. NASDAQ up 83, up 1.3%. S&P up 25, up 1%. The Dow up 141, up 6 tenths of 1%. The president of the Federal Reserve Bank of New York says he would favor further tightening this year, providing America's economy evolves in line with expectations. And with more, here's Bloomberg's Vinnie Dell Judice. In an interview with the Associated Press, New York Fed President William Dudley said the economy remains on the same trajectory it's been on for several years. Above trend growth, a gradually tightening labor market, and inflation somewhat below the Fed's target. Dudley told the AP that wages are expected to firm as the labor market tightens, pushing inflation closer to the Fed's 2% target. He also said he's not particularly concerned with stock and other asset prices because they're pretty consistent with the economy's performance. Vinny Dell, Judice Bloomberg Radio. And again, recapping equities higher. S&P up 25, up by 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pellet. You were listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. Hey, hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? Johnny Cash never gets old, but what about some restaurant stocks who do get old? You know, when a hot restaurant hits the public markets, it can grow and grow and and it falls apart. It goes some of the good sense that Scott Rothbard joins us right now. He is a regular here on Bloomberg Markets, uh, president of Lakeview Asset Management with a focus on the restaurant industry and food stocks. And, uh, one of the ones I want to talk about here is, you know, sort of to me a, a kind of quintessential, um, uh, restaurant stock. Um, and it's, it's, um, it, it's always kitchen. Uh, uh, it, it seemed like just the right kind of thing, just the right kind of size, you know, coming out of Plano, Texas, but, uh, a Mediterranean style food. Focused on women and families, looks like it's got a lot of room to grow, a lot of uh, stores to add, and this business is is still growing. It's you know it's twenty two percent larger, the last quarter thirteen percent year over year sales growth, but it seems to be struggling. They're floundering. Uh, by the way, thanks for having me on again. It's always great yeah, to be on you. Bloomberg. Um, look, I, I, I really went on a limb in Zoe's because I thought Zoe's had the uh, uh, the potential to be the next Chipotle Mexican Grill. In terms of the healthier menu, uh, appealing to a broader cross, 
section of, um, of families and individuals. And I really thought that this would be the perfect concept that could move into the big urban centers. And, and, and we really gave Zoe's a lot of time. Um, they just didn't deliver. And I think the problem with Zoe's is twofold. One is that the management team that brought the company public and managed it as, as a private company is really not equipped to manage a public company. I think the other problem is the way oh, is that in which CEO they Kevin Miles you're talking about? Just to, yeah, I, I've met him. Kid. He's a nice guy. He's a bright guy. But look, it, this happens all too often when you transition from being a private company where you don't have to <laughs> answer to investors and analysts to being a public company. You know, the public um, certainly doesn't have uh, as long a, an attention span or patience as it does if you have private equity investors. So. Um, so it's not that he's a bad guy. He's a smart guy. He's got, he developed a great concept, but I just don't think they've transitioned well to being a, a publicly managed company. And, and, the, and the other thing that, that went wrong with Zoe is I, I think that their expansion plans were kind of geographically designed to just kind of grow from, you know, wherever they, they, they sprouted from last. I really think they needed to hit, hit the big metropolitan areas. Zoe's should be in New York City. They should be in L.A. They should be in Chicago. Um, and they're just not. And if, 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 if they put their money uh, into those big um, centers, then I think that the word would catch on much faster, as perhaps it did with Chipotle. And you know, that's the same exact uh, type of strategy that um, Shake Shack uh, was employing. And they've had their struggles. But the struggles haven't been as 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 uh, tough as Zoe's. You're saying the struggle isn't real. Okay, we'll go with that. Um, but I also wonder if there's something more, um, uh, uh, a bigger trend at place, uh, which is the, 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 the notion of quick casual and fast casual. You know, the, we seem to be seeing problems across the board, not just with Zoe's. No, no, you're absolutely correct. I, I, there, there's a big transition going on. And, and I think that happens to be um, a demographic um, slash um, age um, transition that's going on. Um, we're seeing that you're, the, tra- the, the traditional diners at, let's say, an Applebee's um, uh, or a Ruby Tuesday would be families. They come, they sit down, they have a salad, they have a meal. And you, you can get a reasonably priced meal for a night out with the family. Well, a lot of those kids have grown up. They're now millennials. They're out of the house. Uh, parents are paying for um, tuition. They're paying, they're paying for student loans. So the millennials are out there, and, and they're taking on a much bigger part of the dining out um, uh, business, but they're doing it differently. Um, first of all, millennials prefer to order in using their apps. Um, they want something faster. They want convenience. They'll order Uber Eats. I have, I have five kids between the ages of 20 and 29, and I teach at Seton Hall University. Needless to say, I've taught thousands of students over the last 15 years there. And the way in which they are consuming to eat is different than the way that my wife and I, who have been married 30 years, are, are, are consuming to eat or we did when we did have children at home. And so that really brings me kind of to, to, to where we're beginning to deploy our capital. Uh, and, and that's into the companies that offer the digital technology. So we're less concerned about what restaurant to pick, but what we want to do is make sure that we make up for that in volume of how people will be ordering through online services and mobile services. 
Well, uh, certainly uh, those changes in millennials tend to, tend to play out across the economy, and, and uh, uh, there's no trend that's more clear and, and seemingly more permanent than the, the move from uh, from physical to digital and from digital to mobile. So uh, interesting to think about how that's going to play out in the restaurant industry. We wouldn't necessarily think of that right away. Uh, Scott, so much. Scott Rothbart, uh, you got to come on again uh, and for longer again because I really enjoy our conversation. Scott Rothbart, Lakeview Asset Management, based in New Jersey, as he mentions proudly, um, uh, and a great look at the restaurant business. You listen to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. Let's get to Nancy Lyons right now. She's going to look at some world and national news headlines from our 991 studios in Washington, D.C. That's right, Corey. Two days after the deadly attack in Charlottesville, Virginia, President Trump today directly condemned white nationalist groups, calling the KKK, neo-Nazis, and white supremacists repugnant. We condemn in the strongest possible terms this egregious display of hatred, bigotry, and violence. It has no place in America. The president had been criticized by both Republicans and Democrats for not calling condemned white supremacists, calling out condemned uh, white supremacists as soon as the attack had happened. The suspect in the weekend attack that killed a woman, well, he has been denied bond. Venezuela's defense minister says his country will defend itself from the madness of Donald Trump. Trump has warned of military action in response to the unrest in the nation. And U.S. sanctions had already been implemented against Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro for failing to embrace democracy. U.S. Vice President Mike Pence spoke about the situation today while he was visiting Colombia. But the president sent me here to build on what we believe is an unprecedented and growing alliance among Latin American nations with the United States of America to isolate Venezuela economically and diplomatically. Maduro says he wants to have a dialogue with President Trump. Mexican drug lord Joaquin El Chapo Guzman appeared in court today in Brooklyn requesting new defense attorneys, but the judge refused to say that the private attorneys would ever be paid, especially if the money came from drug profits. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts.